0: Roz yes. and Mocha.
4: <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is it
5: Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz, Roz, and, Roz and, Mocha. and Mocha.
4: The Roz and Mocha Show. Ready to go. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your
5: favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I think Mocha. You guys
4: are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa!
5: Wow! You just won a thousand dollars.
6: That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire
3: morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah, yeah.
3: Let's do the news.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break.
7: Uh, explain to me um who Ice spice is, please, somebody.
4: Oh go hey. for it, Shem, Ice Spice. Uh, uh, you thought I was you? Either
8: he ate it for lunch. Uh, this is a
4: song that got her notice. Shout out to New York. And got her signed. She's like huge, streaming numbers through the roof.
7: Nuts. The only thing I know is that she was linked at one brief period of time to uh, Pete Davidson.
6: She was? Oh yeah. right, yeah. 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 Not yeah. that long ago.
7: Yeah, not that long ago. Right. I don't and think I don't think it was true though. I think uh,
4: when she was like just on the come up, Drake invited her to Ovio okay. and she performed this song uh at ovio fest two years ago and just like it was it was like one of the biggest moments that night
9: yeah she's also got a very unique look which people really are uh yeah she's co- confusing a little bit a little me? bit yeah, yeah. Orange Afro? she's a ginger yeah. right
4: she is yeah uh she also has a song out right now with pink Panthers called boys a liar and this song is a billboard hit which streams again are like in the millions mm-hmm. Anyway,
7: people love Ice Spice. So, uh, so does Taylor Swift. And uh, Taylor, the uh, Taylor released the uh, Karma remix with Ice Spice.
8: Your text about a bounce. comma yeah. is a fire in your house. Girl. And she about a pop up unannounced. And, right. and she never leaving you alone. Yeah. Watch her put your ops on a throne. Yeah. Got you waving pretty white flags. Feeling for that cash. Thinking it'll save you. Now you switching up. Your
4: yeah, it took me a while to jump on the train, the Ice Spice fandom. But mm. I am a fan. <laughs>
7: Uh, so here is Taylor explaining how explaining how this all came about.
8: Collaborating with Ice Spice on Karma was one of the most natural things. She reached out through her team just kind of saying, hey, you know, Ice has been a big fan of Taylor's since she was a little kid. Would love to collaborate if that was ever something that came about.
4: And I had been listening to her nonstop, like getting ready for my tour. I was just listening to Ice Spice constantly. So I immediately got her number and said, hey, would you want to do, you know, your version of Karma? Do you relate to this? And so she jumped. In head first, and getting to know her has been so special because I'm blown away by her. She is, in my opinion, she is the one to watch. Just watching her work ethic and how thoughtfully she approaches her career. She's like my new favorite artist, and I'm so honored that she's on the song. So yeah, what a joy. There you go.
3: Love it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
7: Um uh, they released the uh New trailer and soundtrack details for Barbie, the new Barbie movie yesterday. So here's the trailer. Hey, Barbie.
5: Can I come to your house tonight?
0: Sure. <laughs> I don't have anything big planned. Just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and planned choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by.
4: So cool. <laughs> Yo, the trailer is so good, by the way.
0: The best day ever. It is the best day
7: ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and
0: every day from now until forever. Yes. Margot is so good. When my heart breaks, Some things have been happening that might be related.
4: When my world shakes, Cold shower, ooh, falling off my roof,
3: ah! and my heels are on the ground.
7: <gasps> so. We talked about this, like what the premise of the movie would be. And I remember saying um, that I wondered if it would be sort of like the Lego movie, where the Lego movie happens in Lego World, but then it, it's revealed at the end of the Lego movie that, like, people are just playing Lego, right? Yes. Like, in President mm-hmm. Business was the dad and, like, Will all Ferrell. of this. Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And Barbie, the movie, is very similar to that. Like, the premise of the movie is Barbie leaves Barbie World to go to real world,
4: which is Mattel. And... <laughs> President of business is, is um, Will Ferrell. Is
7: Will Ferrell. He's the
4: boss in- <laughs> of no, Like, I don't great.
7: know if I could have nailed it any more than I did. Yeah, uh, remember, but, but, uh, but yeah, so, it, so it's awesome. Will Ferrell. And at the uh, so the soundtrack, Pink is on there. Uh, sorry, Lizzo's on there with a song called Pink. Uh, Dua Lipa we know. Uh, Charlie XCX. Carol G. Somebody who's TBA. Uh, Tame Impala. Ryan Gosling has a song called I'm Just Ken. Heim <laughs> uh, is on there. Uh, the Kid Larry. Uh, Khalid, uh, Pink Panthers No, Ga- Kid Leroy. No, it's Larry, it says. There's no way. This I don't know. This says Larry. This no, is the Kid Larry.
4: Hold on. I have the... I'm telling you no. what I'm reading.
7: Did somebody screw this up, Maury? It's somebody Kid ha- Leroy. Oh, the, the, what you gave me says the Kid Larry. <laughs> and I copied that from <laughs> Variety.
4: Well, they made a mistake. It's not the Kid Larry. <laughs>
7: Anyway, the Kid Larry's on there, still undetermined whether it is, in fact, Leroy. God, could I have sounded any more white? You know what I mean? But I'm telling you, I need to take a picture of this god-awfulness right now. It's definitely the Kid Leroy. Okay, hold on here. Okay, here, look. Look. Look, okay? Just wait, 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 wait. Here, I'm going to show you right now. Uh Okay? I'm going to take a picture of this stuff. I'm going to throw it in the group chat so you jabronis can see it. Give me a second. I can't
4: wait to hear that new song by the Kid Larry. Look at
7: number 12. I just sent it to the group chat. Look at your phone, Shem. What does that say? Number 12.
4: I haven't got anything yet. Oh, here we go. What does it say? Oh, yeah. It says
9: the Kid Larry. Oh, my God. The Kid
7: Larry. Thank you. (laughs) Somebody's somebody's computer autocorrected. Okay. So uh, the Kid Larry's on there. Gail's on there. Ava Max is on there. Uh, You mean Gale? Yeah. Who?
4: No, not Gail! Gail. I'm just oh, you're
7: such a jackass. <laughs> Listen, man. All right. Uh, and although Aqua's manager a little while ago had said that uh, Aqua would not be part of the soundtrack and they had said at the time that it would just be a little too on the nose to use Barbie Girl in it, um, that doesn't mean that one of the artists they invited to be a part of the soundtrack wouldn't sample Barbie Girl. And those artists, again, Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj, uh, it's not Barbie Girl, it's Barbie World. And they played Play a tiny little bit of it at the end of the trailer.
3: Is Bobby booked if you're still in doubt? That's
4: oh. all That's that's all that was in the trailer.
3: Is Bobby booked if you're still in doubt? Oh, right?
4: yeah. yeah. And that's also a total Ice Spice type vibe. Right. Right? right. Is Bobby booked if you're
3: still in doubt? Right. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah.
4: Looking forward to that. Kid Larry. <laughs> yeah, shots at the Kid Larry. <laughs> Always doing great work. <laughs> Always doing great work. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
3: podcast.
7: Uh, buff, uh, Buffalo. Uh, Blockbuster throwing a little shade at Netflix. Uh, Blockbuster tweeted, I didn't even know Blockbuster still had a Twitter account. Uh, they wrote, a friendly reminder that when you used to rent videos from us, we didn't care who you shared them with as long as you returned it on time.
2: Oh, oh damn. Yeah, but if you returned it late, you got charged. Thank you.
7: Thank Thank
4: you. you. Like, who invited you to the conference?
2: I know.
4: know. (laughs) You weren't invited to the group chat.
2: <laughs> so all they have is a Twitter account. No stores. I guess. I don't know. That's I don't fire. Know. That's kind of fire. I don't know. <laughs> like, do they? Do they
7: have? Like, I think. That, yeah. I mean, when you're like a giant company that ruled the world, you know, in one specific industry, and now you have nothing except a Twitter account. Like, it's kind of like a ghost talking. That's amazing.
2: Right? <laughs> it's kind of like a ghost. Like, hey, we're still here. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if that. There one was second. one. They did a whole documentary on the last one.
4: Where was it? Like in Ohio or something? Yeah,
7: or yeah. Arkansas. But, but
4: I don't I don't think they
7: I don't think they have anything anymore. Hold on, let me just see. Yeah, they do have a Twitter account. 218,000 followers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, a, with a link to their website. Hold on, let me see what's going As on. As of that. December
2: 2022, the last Blockbuster is one of three remaining video rental stores that are uh in operation throughout North America. Oh, oh my god, click
7: on their click on their website. Volka. Go to blockbuster.com okay Okay.
4: Okay. Uh, we are working on rewinding your movie
7: (laughs) (laughs) it's just a big giant blue page with the blockbuster logo and all it says is we are working on rewinding your movie and there's no nothing clickable on it whatsoever anywhere
4: Man,
3: how much are they paying (laughs) to
4: keep that account alive?
7: (laughs) Uh, It's kind of fire, though. I kind of like it. I kind of like it.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, brand new Nelly Furtado uh, song. She's been working on music for a a while. She hasn't released anything in in quite a while. Uh, She says, "I have so much music. I've recorded a hundred songs in the last eighteen months, and I'm so excited to bring people new music." I think that this is a little uh, song, a little snippet of a song called "Eat Your Man," which she did with Dom Dalla which is out June (laughs) second.
4: to like M.I.A. type vibes.
9: Didn't she have a song called Man
4: Eater? Yes.
7: She did. Yes. So this and, song and, is
4: called Eat Your Man. And, and she
7: references I'm a bird in this track. She references and, her older tongue. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, remember? Yeah. And yeah. This is when um, she had that incredible run with Timbaland. Oh,
9: yeah. And then that's the Timbaland record, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Super Eight. smart releasing it on June 2nd, so it'll be a Pride anthem for this Pride. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, what saddens me sort of a
7: little, and I love Nellie, don't get me wrong, I love the woman, um, but I, I, I fear that with this track, she's fallen into, you know, like,
2: even really, really
7: great singers aren't even allowed to sing on their records
2: anymore. But does, But look, if you look at TikTok, already she did that tease, mm-hmm. and people have... T- have I guess uh, matched it thousands of times? Like it's already getting a third. Sure, yeah, sure. On if you want, if you want to be popular on TikTok. And she says that in a recent interview that
7: it was TikTok that revived it I get that. I get that. But you can't like you're not going to make a living being popular on TikTok.
9: Yeah, she's not really singing; she's so of
7: speaking. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just wondering if the song kicks in because I love Nelly Furtado's voice. Sure. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm sort of saddened that the way the world is now, like, not even Nelly Furtado can sing on a song, mm-hmm. right? She's got to do something else. Oh, no, I
2: love it. It's gonna be an anthem.
7: Uh you want to put money on that? Yeah. 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 Okay. What constitutes
2: an anthem? Oh, I thought you were gonna say what constitutes is money. <laughs> okay. Oh. Like, okay. You want to put some buttons on that, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thousand buttons.
0: <laughs>
3: I bet you a thousand uh, buttons is going to be an anthem. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
7: podcast. Uh, I got to play this clip of a sportscaster who was uh, it was late in the night, apparently, when this game was going on, and he tried to say the phrase, turn the clock back as there was a black player up at the plate. Oh, no. <laughs>
9: We can't turn the black... black. uh, We can't turn the clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the mid-80s. Oh, come on.
7: You know what's crazy? I've had this story all morning, Uh and I was terrified to do it. Because Because you didn't want to say what he said? I've said it in my head now three times, and I have it quoted in, highlighted in red. Turn the clock back.
9: We can't turn the black... Black, uh, we-, oh, <laughs> we can't turn the <laughs> clock back.
7: Thank you. Wow. Uh, and I was terrified that I was going
9: to say what he said. What did he say? You can't turn the black. Should have ran by me first, bro.
3: <laughs>
9: <laughs>
3: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: All right, all right, all right. Let's start at the Indianapolis 500. Woo! Not with the race. You ain't first, you're last. Because the, all the drama happened uh, before the race, which is Jewel, who I've always loved, Jewel, was hired or invited to sing the Star Spangled Banner. And some people are like super into it because, one, she's just got like a beautiful voice. But then the other end of the spectrum is that there's quite a few people who are calling it wildly disrespectful. Here's Jewel.
9: Performs our national anthem. Oh,
1: say, can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hailed at the twilight?
0: Who's brown
7: stripes? Yeah, you can this as a fan. So that's the problem, right? Like, is it beautiful? Yes, it's beautiful. But for me, I'm just like, you can't change the
4: melody. Yeah.
9: You can't arena. change it in middle America, especially, right? Yeah. And especially at that crowd.
4: Yeah. So like, so you're talking about it, the indie, where <laughs> before. Do that. Before the race even starts, right? Before all of this, yeah. they have somebody come out to do like a prayer, prayer no, to everyone. No, I, I, I get right? it. I, I, find, I get you're it right, shem Middle America. I Morning. find it interesting
2: that at the this year's NBA All Star game, she also sang the anthem, and nobody said anything
7: about it. Was but it, Did she, she change? She, the I, arrangement? Don't, I don't think she changed the the melody, though. Right? So, but like she does, like like her voice is so beautiful. If you keep that, can you keep that going a little oh, yes, bit? Yeah. 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 Like her voice is incredibly oh. beautiful. Yeah. Like, is it? She didn't do a bad job. It's just not right. I think that's what people are... The feeling is, right?
4: Yeah, I think fans or people at this venue need this song to be sung the way they can sing and join along as well.
7: The only comparable that I could really think of for somebody who brought out a guitar and just sort of did it this way was... Chris Stapleton at the Super Bowl, but he doesn't change the melody. Oh, say, and you
6: see, the yeah, he follows yeah. Right? he yeah. follows
4: the same. He follows the same pattern where fans, if they wanted to join in and sing, they could sing along with yeah. him. Whereas Jewel changed it up completely, right? Also, that his voice is just like... Yeah, no, I know. Different. Because
7: after Fergie did the national anthem, right? Why anybody would even a- attempt to change the melody? Greatest is- anthem
4: of all time, though. <laughs> Let <laughs> a flag <laughs> still
1: there. <laughs> say that star oh, here it is here it is, here it is. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was bad
2: right like Jules yeah. wasn't bad so, so can I play you quickly so she sang it the exact same way at the NBA all-star game
7: Who's oh yeah the exact same and
2: and nobody said anything. Different crowd.
9: Um, this is way more with no, a no, melody. No, this is, the same, this is the correct melody. That's what I'm saying. This yes. is way more like the original melody. She did not sing it the same. That part is...
7: Yeah, I don't know.
9: Much easier to follow this one. I think she's like slowly over the
7: years been making it more her own. Which I don't think you should do with the Star Spangled Banner. Right. It never works out when you make it your own. Mm -mm. Right? You wind up like Ferg. Poor Ferg.
4: (laughs) You you get remixed and everything. (laughs) Ain't nobody remixing (laughs) Joel. so good.
7: No, I know. (laughs) Let's play some
3: basketball. (sighs) Oh, my God. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: podcast.
7: Oh, Billie Eilish just letting the haters have it. So I guess people have been going in on Billie Eilish's style and how she dresses since Billie Eilish has been a thing. Well, she was very sort of like athleisure for a lot of years with all the super baggy clothes and and appearing to not want to be feminine or not want that to be a thing. Uh, Whatever the explanation was, she was just sort of doing her thing. And more recently, like at the, um, the Met Gala and a couple other places, she's sort of like... Going with dresses and being a little bit more feminine, I guess you could say, or whatever. I don't know how you describe it, Mm -hmm. but she has an evolving sort of look, right? Remember when she did that cover where she was blonde and she had, like, that sweater on, right? It was form-fitting. And nobody had ever seen uh, Billie Eilish like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess she's been taking a lot of heat from a lot of idiots. And so she goes on Instagram... And uh, says, I spent the first five years of my career getting absolutely abri- obliterated by you fools for being boyish and dressing how I did and constantly being told I'd be hotter if I acted like a woman. Oh, God. And now when I feel comfortable enough to wear anything remotely feminine or flirting, I changed and, and I'm now a sellout. And what happened to her? Oh my OMG, it's not the same, Billy, she goes on to say. Uh she's like the, she's just like all the rest now, blah, blah, blah. She goes on to say, you guys are true idiots. LOL. I can be both you effing bozos. Let women exist. She continues saying, fun fact. Did you know that women are multifaceted? Shocking, right? Believe it or not, women can be interested in multiple things. And she ends it with this: suck my absolute bleep and bleep. You women hating weirdos. Ha.
4: <laughs> Good, for you, Good for you, Billy Island. Good for you, Billy Island. The
3: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Everybody was at uh, Taylor Swift show in New Jersey, huh? Damn. Yeah. Who was there? Aaron Rodgers was there. Uh, Mariska Hargitay was there. Who are you? She, who are you saying was there, Maury? Sean
2: Mendes and Camila Cabello. Sean
7: Mendes. I just saw a picture Camila Cabello wearing. Uh, Purchased uh, Taylor Swift merch to the gym the next day with, her, she with, didn't a, with pay a couple for it. Of friends. It
4: gifted to her, I don't know. Sure.
7: I think she she's walked been, right up there.
4: friends supporting friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Molly, um, Molly was, Ringwald was there.
7: Gal Gadot she did was there.
4: Three sold out shows at MetLife Stadium in Jersey. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy.
7: Yeah, crazy. And you know, it's she brought out that Ice Spice girl that everybody's loving right now for that oh. uh, for that remix. <laughs>
4: And the fans, the fans went nuts for it too. All yeah. right, Thursday are you ready? Make the most amount of noise you've made all night. Because
1: someone's here! Oh my God! Ice Spice is here <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ice Spice comes out to so a nice big warm welcome Let me tell you And we've said this before Taylor Swift has yet to announce a, Any Canadian dates for this tour yeah, And I mean, seeing all the happen. stories Seeing yeah. all the stories Is just making me anticipate And making me more hype For if and when she does announce Because I, I gotta go to the show now It would have by now
7: I'm telling you I'm with Maury on this
2: one I don't think it's happening
4: no because Canadian dates no, at all. All no, the Canadians on. who
2: really want to go, traveled already to the U.S. Yeah. to see them. It's too late now.
7: I don't, I, I, unless she does what other people have done, rarely, which is she'll do the U.S., then she'll do Europe, come back and do more U.S. shows where she may do Canada at that point. But I don't <sighs> think it's gone. They're not announcing it for this run. There's no way. They would have announced it already. Taylor. It's the summer. The
2: venue's it's already it's, booked it's, up with other
7: shows. It's, it's a stadium tour. Right? Well, yeah, I know. I hear you.
4: I us hear you. Canadian Swifties are waiting. I uh, know. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: podcast.
7: Uh, Pedro Pascal uh talked about when he first sort of like hit it, which was right after Game of Thrones. You remember he was uh God, his character's name was what the uh, Mandalorian? Uh, no, in, in Game of Thrones. Djarin? No, I never watched Badal- um, No, Game of Thrones. It was what it. Um, Jimmy? No, Doug? No. Anyway, <laughs> King it Doug. was the it was the the something in the Viper, the the giant, the mountain in the Viper, Viper. Or something like that. No. Don't you remember when he died in Game of Thrones? Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So when he died in Game <laughs> of Thrones, the mountain who he was fighting got mm. him on the ground and put his thumbs over, like, in his eyes and then just pushed his thumbs into his skull. Oh. Right? And that's how his character died, which he was amazing. He was such a good character. But that's how Pedro Pedro Pascal's character died, was thumbs in the eyes. Oh, yeah. And I guess... After that, fans wanted to sort of recreate that. So here's the the problem with allowing fans to do that, according to Pedro.
9: I remember early because of Game of Thrones and uh, the way that my character died. Speaking of touching, mm-hmm. people were super into taking selfies with um, their thumbs in my eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, that's a lot
6: of trust. And at first, I was so. so a stranger. Uh, and it was. It, and at first, I was
9: um, I was so <laughs> kind of earnest and and and, and happy about the of the character in the show and i uh would let them in new york and um you would let them go like all places and uh and i remember getting a little bit of an eye infection and then i was gonna Uh, say like like a thing this is uh, is a thing yeah it was you didn't ask them to watch it's coming back (laughs)
2: yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) hence the glasses right yeah Yeah,
7: exactly protection gross yeah here here i'm a here dirty fan (laughs)
4: yeah
7: can i put my thumbs in your eyes of course like who does that
4: thanks thanks for watching the show right <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for being
7: such a huge fan like you gotta be kidding me look
4: the Roz and
3: mocha show podcast podcast
7: uh, I want to play you this clip of uh, uh Robert uh, not Robert not Robert Denny jr um John Favreau, uh, John Favreau and Kevin feige. Um, talking about Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and how he could have possibly played another character within the MCU. But it's a little bit of revisionist history. So listen to this and then we'll come back.
8: It wasn't really until we cast Robert that I fully understood what the take was. And once it was Robert, then it was like, I know what the... Every decision became a lot easier.
9: Should we talk about that? Because I think that's probably one of the greatest decisions in the history of of Hollywood. And... Everybody has good days and bad days. And I remember on later movies, we'll talk about on the 15th anniversary of those, there were dark days. And say, I would say to Robert, we wouldn't be in this mess if it wasn't for you. <laughs> Meaning we wouldn't have a studio if it wasn't for That's him, true. Or you. Tell me your memories of, of where that idea came from. Because there were some other people. There were, and i remember there was, about I
8: remember that Robert had come in for a general on it. And I remember you had all met with him already for like Dr. Doom or something on another project. I think on, 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 I think he had come through on a pre, like maybe Fantastic Four. Right. So everybody sort of knew who he was. And I, I remember sitting down with the guy and I was like, geez, he just got it in it. He's got that spark in him and his eye and he's ready. And that's when we were in your office and, and we were pointing to his headshot and saying, we got to try to figure this out. Yeah. That was enough to get us a, screen test but then once it was him that's when my life got a lot easier because a understood understood the voice of the character and then one by one people were just signing on board Yep, because now it became something interesting gwyneth, to people jeff, gwyneth, gwyneth jeff it all galvanized at that point
7: and then people were just popping in because it was cool The crazy part of this is this is not really the story that sort of surrounds Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Because if you go back, Kevin Feige has said this, quote, Robert Downey Jr. was an amazing actor everybody knew he was an amazing actor but he hadn't been an action star he wasn't a marquee star necessarily and we quickly realized the risk i've said this before i was not casting him and john favreau really had that vision for that movie and for robert in that role they didn't want him i did an interview for i think it was iron man 2 and gwyneth paltrow was talking about it where she said that one of the reasons they didn't want him was because the only th- he was so controversial at that time mm-hmm. and she said that robert downey jr when he was cast as iron man in 2008 he didn't even have a car oh geez because he was like he had done all the jail stuff and he was still yeah. trying like, He was rebuilding his career and his reputation and they did not want robert downey jr so it's weird to hear them sort of talk now about how, like, oh, yeah, it just all came together. He was going to be Maybe something it's else. a nicer was,
4: version of the story. Yeah,
7: I think they might be sort like of like, it up. I think you're right, Maury. I think they might be nicing up Iron Man. Or they <laughs> just
4: told that story in the multiverse. Right. Which, totally. <laughs> which, <laughs> yes, yes one you're they're right. They're in right now. <laughs> 100%. One more than news with Roz and Mocha. Get it at 640, 740,
3: and 840. On KISS 92.5. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Podcast.
7: I'm just reading this uh sort of post-mortem the creator and a couple of the casts from succession just breaking down the their feelings towards the finale spoiler alert by the way oh no i
4: Come i on. think
7: i think the best headline that i've read so far uh when it comes to succession was uh you can't make a tomlet without breaking a few gregs <laughs> <That's
4: great. laughs> Right. right, Brilliant, brilliant. And- oh, no, is it because I haven't seen this latest season? What happened to Craig? I don't want oh, to know. I don't want to know. fine. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know.
7: And I don't know whether this is just a testament to great writing, brilliant writing, and unbelievable acting, but Sarah Snook, who plays Shiv, just announced that she gave birth to her first child. And you know what? I wasn't happy for her
4: what oh my god <laughs> for
7: a minute for a minute you
4: can't be you
7: because can't, shiv was pregnant in the show you can't and separate the two i can't i have a hard time man like you know what I, but i am now like i get it that i'm psycho right uh, that like i should be happy like for 48 the 48 hours later for this brilliant artist who created this character and brought it to everything else right i'm fine now but when i first read that sarah snook had a uh, had a kid i was like meh and now I'm like, I realize that that's a baby with a mom who has a very, she's got a job to do and she does it very well. And now I'm excited for her. But uh, uh, she uh, posted a you're picture. You're happy for Sarah, but
4: you don't care for Shiv. Yeah,
7: right, right. Forget maybe if, maybe, maybe if Shiv wasn't pregnant in the show, I would feel differently. But it's because Shiv's pregnancy was worked into the show mm. that I was just like, you're <laughs> gross. <laughs> Um, but she posted a really cute picture so it's her the back of her head sitting on the couch with the baby's head right there Mm -hmm. and on the television was she was about to watch the season finale of Succession because she had the kid on Monday yeah, or I guess whatever it was the day after yeah Monday would have been Uh, And she wrote, it's hard to express what this show has meant to me. Uh, She captioned the picture and she goes, I just watched the final episode of the final season of something that has changed my life. And now my life has changed again. Thank you all for all the love and support. So congratulations to uh, Sarah and her husband, who is an Australian comedian named Dave Lawson.
4: But to Shiv, you say...
7: Pfft, get bent man. <laughs> 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 Damn, I, hope it, I hope it hurt so like hell cool. And you were too late to the hospital For the, uh, um, the the epidural Like all that stuff But anyway Those are my feelings towards Shiv Sarah I love Shiv not so much The Roz and Mocha
3: Show Podcast Podcast
7: Vegas Golden Knights are on their way to the Stanley Cup Final for the Yay! second time in their six-year history. They smoked Dallas last night 6 Woo! nothing. The uh, Stanley game. Cup Final starts uh, June 3rd on Sportsnet. And I don't like this schedule. What? So... Oh, because... West Coast, right? No, no, no. Eight o'clock games. Oh. Eight o'clock games. That's all the games are eight o'clock. That's okay. totally great. But so you got June 3rd. So you got Saturday. So Saturday and Saturday, yeah. Then, and then you got the 5th, right? So okay. one, Saturday, one, one game in between. Then you got the 8th.
4: Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Then
7: you got the 10th, one day in between. Uh-huh. And after the 10th, if you need it, it goes to the 13th. Why? Then the 16th. Oh. Uh-huh. Then the 19th, like two days in between most of the games
4: in the series. Because uh, NBA finals. I know, but still. The Heat and yep. uh nuggets and yeah because their series starts on thursday. thursday yeah so
7: uh jimmy butler scored 28 points caleb martin at 26 and 10 rebounds uh eighth seed by, uh miami heat oof and it wasn't even close last night so no. what a run the celtics had though coming back from you know what was it oh and three they were down 03 yep. to force a game seven and then it all just fell apart 103 84 Miami and uh, Denver in the uh, NBA Finals, which a lot of people are looking forward to. For that, uh, Nick Nurse
4: heading to Philly. That's the hey. story. <laughs> what are you laughing at, yeah. That's cr- that is crazy. So, a couple things. Number one, he's going to get to coach uh, MVP Joel Embiid. Yep. Number two, them two are going to have a lot to talk about because yep. Joel Embiid. Uh, well, didn't keep his mouth shut oh. when talking about Nick Nurse not that long ago. Cracked on him many times. Yeah. 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 He said, he compl- said he complained it? to the refs too much.
7: Yeah. 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 Also, all those guys call Nick Nurse a terrorist, eh? Oh. Do they really? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, they call him a terrorist. They say his coaching style is terrorism because he doesn't rest his stars.
9: Oh. <laughs> Joel has a bad right? knees too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like you can have
7: a bad everything. Like too. the the Nick, like he gets he gets roasted so much because he's like, you know, anybody can win when you coach like Nick Nurse, which is the entire strategy is throw five nine foot Kenyans at everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't rest your stars. He's like, of course you're gonna win, but he's like, nobody wants to play for Nick Nurse because Nick Nurse doesn't rest the stars.
4: Listen, you want to win or you want to win? <laughs>
9: that's that's what I'm yeah. saying. Those you want to win or you want to win? It's going to be a hot mess, I right? Yeah. to watch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's going to be great. The
3: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet continue to quote enjoy each other's company. sans labels. Oh, so, so
3: just
7: they, like they're keeping friends. it casual, and apparently they see each other when mm-hmm. they are both in Los Angeles. Quote: Kylie enjoys dating, but her main focus is being a mom. This is what the insider told uh, People magazine, Mm -hmm. and that their relationship is not serious.
4: Now, when they say insider, you think it's really like Mm -hmm. the publication would reach out to Kylie's people, and then it's like the publicist that replies?
7: For... For people, yes, you could. It's a little bit more trustworthy than many yeah. other publications, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually they have say really an insider. Great relationships. You're not calling up, like, no, scrolling through Kylie no, Jenner's no, no,
4: feed no, no, and then no. seeing who she tags and posts and then no, like no, reaching out to that person no. and saying, Hey, what do you know?
7: <laughs> no, uh, Timothy Chalamet in the past has been romantically linked to uh, Lourdes Leone, Lily Rose Depp. Wow, he really loves a famous offspring, huh? Mm. That's his type. Who has that type? Man, you gotta you gotta be you gotta be gorgeous and famous to have your type be the offspring of even more gorgeous and famous people. Like that's crazy.
4: Timothy Chalamet look like again. I gotta look
7: Timothy Chalamet. He looks like a beautiful young lady. No, I'm kidding. He's so pretty, right? (laughs) He's pretty. Like how else do you describe Timothy Chalamet? You know what?
4: He almost looks like pretty,
7: right, Molly? I can't hear you, Moy. I can't
2: hear you. There's another word I would use. He's pretty. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he's pretty. He He almost, in some of these photos, like alternate, like uh, multiverse Tom Holland.
7: Yes, a little bit. Right. But do you
4: remember how, you remember how when
7: Johnny Depp was real young, like Johnny Depp was also pretty? Mm. Yeah. Right? Like he was pretty. Yeah. He was
4: very much that Johnny Depp vibe. He He looks looks
9: like a deep fake to me. He does. (laughs) He looks
7: AI. He looks AI. So (laughs) Yes, you're right. You're right. He's so pretty. He looks fake. Good on you, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh,
7: after a pandemic-induced uh, sort of schlamaz when everybody was trying to get married over COVID, apparently weddings are back, and they are more expensive than ever, mm. uh, with the average cost of a wedding in the U.S. Uh, between twenty-eight dollars and $29,000 now.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: Inflation and high demand are driving up the price of weddings as everything from music to flowers... Uh, to makeup is all oh, getting a bump and being increased. Let me see if I can find you these stats here. Hold on here. Was I just reading? Uh, So DJs are apparently this year charging 25% more than they did pre-pandemic. Makeup artists 20% more. Flowers 20% more. Wedding dresses are up 19%. Hairstylists 18%. Photographers are up 8%. The venues are up 7%. And now let's talk about the guests because the average wedding guest can expect to pay $611 to attend a single wedding in 2023. <gasps> The findings suggest that uh, guests plan on spending uh, around 400 on travel and accommodations, 321 on gifts, and 274 on their own attire and grooming. When it comes to the demographics of the generations, they say millennials will allocate most of their wedding budget on gifts for the couple— with an average of uh, $201 per gift per person. Meanwhile, Gen Z will invest the most on their own attire and grooming Mm. to attend a wedding, with the average of that being $214 per person per wedding. Jesus.
4: What was it like uh, for you and Catherine planning a wedding?
7: Uh, in what way? Financially? Yeah.
4: Um, I think, you know, I really didn't
7: have any expectations going into it. I, like, weddings are expensive. You're getting married in the city and you gotta, like, venues are venues and mm-hmm. food is food. And you sort of have to pay these minimums and everything else. I'm happy not to eat at yeah, your wedding. You, have you had a, have you received an invite to my wedding yet,
2: more? No, but I haven't no. checked the mail today.
7: What are you doing to earn an invite to my wedding? I shouldn't is, have this, to Why do not? Anything?
2: Why should everyone else get to go without earning it? Why do I have to earn it? And you know
4: it? that the people who were invited haven't earned it.
2: Yeah, because I don't see anything being done to showcase the earnings. I mean,
4: you earned—you had to earn your way into my book.
2: Yeah, but that's a bigger honor. Oh. Then okay, so never oh, wow. mind that. No, being in your book is a wow. huge honor. Being at your wedding would is, be a treat. My, would oh, be a treat. Oh, oh so I'm oh, your wow, treat then? So it's a
7: treat. Oh, just a treat. I'm your treat. Huh. <laughs> Huh, oh. Interesting. Don't bother checking out mailbox. <laughs> yeah, it won't be there today. <laughs> Probably right. not tomorrow either. <laughs>
4: or the day after okay. that. <laughs> All right.
7: You can earn your way in. You want to earn your way in? But I like, shouldn't what? have to earn Why? my way in. Why? You Why? should it's a small wedding. We're being
2: real tight with the guest list.
9: Uh huh. Shem, did you get an invite? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Is Ross having a wedding? <laughs> Am I invited? Oh, you know what? I did get that oh, invitation. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I did. Didn't you have so, to do
4: anything? But check his, <laughs> but check his mailbox. <laughs> I'm just gonna answer the phone here. So,
7: Mar, no, honestly, honestly, like, listen, uh, there's a way in. You know this, Shem. What did you do to get in? <clears throat> uh, it's not I've, about
9: Shem. I've been a really good friend of Roz over the last. It's not about. Of years.
7: It's why are you making it about not
2: you, More? We're talking about you. But, but I don't know. because like I've worked for you for a long time.
9: Oh, that's a difference. I've been a friend. This is not <laughs> helping <laughs> Who
2: are you calling right now? Why are you, why are on, you the phone? on the phone? Get on we're the phone, doing man. the news Because someone called why no, are you, what? You, Yo, literally so you're so, taking phone calls While we're so on the radio, radio. You <laughs> you so, <laughs>
4: Look at the way he's pulling on his shirt and
7: everything you're so, Anyway, we will discuss more about this As we get closer <laughs> to the As announced uh, 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 Unknown wedding date uh, We will get closer and closer And uh, Uh, We will figure out if Dammit Maury is, in fact, uh, invited to the wedding.
4: But just to be clear, he does not need to check the mailbox today. (laughs) No,
8: no, 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 no. Maybe not even this week. Ah, I would say that's probably right.
4: (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show
3: Podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, you think that this Matt Healy controversy is going to land him dumped by Taylor Swift? Oh, absolutely. You think so? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a douche, this guy, huh? Huge. So, uh, so what happened was is that this started off with, um, Matt Healy was doing a podcast back in February where he and these two other guys were talking about Ice Spice and her ethnicity and they just, they're just crass and ignorant and listen to this.
5: Ice Spice, you know who that is? Nick doesn't know what it she's is. She's like one a, of the Spice Girls. Yes. That's she's right. like this she's, rapper.
2: She's the girl rapper girl that has spice girls an Inuit Spice Girl. <laughs> Just this chubby Chinese <laughs> lady. <laughs> yeah,
6: I'd rather have music. <laughs> Do they talk
2: like that? Do anyone talk like that?
9: They don't talk with a Chinese accent. They talk like a, a more Hawaiian style.
2: Bungwa, <laughs>
9: <laughs> Yeah, more Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Hawaii. That yeah, guy. yeah. Locals only. <laughs> Locals <laughs>
4: only. coconut. <laughs>
9: <laughs> yeah, that's what Ice Spice is like. Uh-huh. She's a very attractive woman yeah. that released one song yeah. and basically... Everyone so you slide like, in
2: your DMs, you're like, yeah. so what are you, a f***ing or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like, you I want
7: to punch this guy in the face so hard So that's Matt Healy And then uh, in in April He was on stage when this sort of Started to get out And offered up An apology to Ice Spice which even in itself Was very half-assed Yeah You have that clip there Oh Yes, yeah, sorry. It's
6: not because I'm annoyed that me joking got misconstrued, it's because I don't want Ice Spice to think that I'm a d I love your Ice Spice, I'm so sorry.
5: But I don't wanna be I don't wanna be I don't want anything like that misconstrued to be mean. Like I'm not I hate I don't mind being like a bit of a joker and there's so many people
6: here that are like what the f is this part of the show? Does he do this all the time? I know that you know that I do. But like I don't wanna be it's okay for me to be like a trickster. Or whatever, but I don't want to be perceived as, like, kind of, being mined, because, honestly, I just love you guys, and I love doing this, and, you
7: know. A very safe place for the apology. Like on your your own stage. Very safe place. And then Taylor released that remix with Ice Spice, which some people are saying was a way for her to sort of smooth the bridge over. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, And then so all of that happens with Taylor and Ice Spice, and she brings her out on stage during her concert over the weekend. But then The New Yorker just released an interview with Matt Healy where he full on both hands... Uh, doubles down on his comments in from what that podcast. Mean? So yeah. he admitted that he was purposefully provoking uh, his fans by laughing along with the co-hosts on that podcast when they were goofing on several different accents. He says this, but it doesn't actually matter. Nobody is sitting there at night slumped at their computer and their boyfriend comes over and goes, what's wrong, darling? And they go, it's just this thing with Maddie Healy. He goes. That doesn't happen. Then, when the reporter suggests, "What if it does?" Matt Healy replied, "If it does, you're either deluded or you are sorry, a liar. You're either lying that you are hurt or you're a bit mental for being hurt." So that's uh, Son of that's, that's his response to
4: that, right? Like, how Taylor Swift doesn't dump this guy right away
9: soon, it's coming. You think so? I, I, I think her teaming up with Ice Spice is just the first step. Uh oh, I think they already broke up. You think so, huh?
4: Yeah, maybe. It's coming. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Big yeah. up Ice Spice. Yeah. Ice Spice. On that Karma remix.
8: Karma is a fire in your house. And she bought a pop up unannounced. And she never leaving you alone. Watch her put your arms on a throne. Got you waving pretty
2: light. Right? Because I don't think Ice Spice would have gone on stage with Taylor if they were still together.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I think uh, Ice Spice does it
7: for the look. Yeah. She's yeah, smart. So. Yeah. 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 Anyway,
3: there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh on a recent podcast with Kiki Palmer, uh, John Stamos, who revealed years ago it was it, it had come out that he is a very big fan of like Disney World, right? Like he's mm-hmm. an adult Disney super fan. Okay. And it, he started to feel sort of self-conscious about it, but it was actually a dinner with Ryan Gosling that changed his mind. Listen to this.
3: About, five, about six, seven years ago, I was like, man, I got to shed this Disney thing because I don't really? know if it's hurting my acting career, but I, like, I, who's going to take me serious with the Mickey Mouse stuff? I got to sort of <laughs> distance myself from it. And then I had that dinner with Ryan Gosling one night with a bunch of people. And he's like, you're a Disney fan. And I go, yeah. He goes, I'm obsessed. I'm a Disney adult. I go there by myself. Oh my I wear God. headphones. I listen. <gasps> I go on rides. I have a mixtape. I go, what? yeah, me too. I'm a Disney okay. guy too. Yeah. <laughs> Ron could be. So uh, that kind of turned the corner for me. Yeah.
7: Ron Gosling was going to Disney World alone with like a, with a playlist and doing all the Ryan rides.
4: Ron Gosling with them abs? <laughs> <laughs>
7: because he was Mickey Mouse Club though, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. And he was, like, Mickey Mouse Club. Wasn't he with, like, Christina Aguilera and Brittany, right? Yeah. 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 And NGT, right. Yeah. Mjt, right?
4: right? I know a couple of yeah. uh, adult Disney fans. Yeah. Every year. Really, Every huh? year they That's go. crazy. They plan a trip. Yeah. Don't
2: you have somebody who's a Disney fan
4: in your family, Maureen?
2: My legal guardian, Susie, has, like, the world's largest collection right. of Disney paraphernalia. Right. The
4: world's largest, or she just has a lot?
2: No, it's insane. Like right. there's almost no room to sit. Right, Maury. Oh, Maury, wait a minute. Because
7: Maury posted a picture from was it Passover or something like that's that? Right. Yeah. You yeah. posted a picture of the of the dinner table and in the living room, the dining room, there was a shelf and I zoomed in and I'm like, what in the hell's going and that's on in on this one shelf? room?
2: She has five more rooms just like that. Oh my god. And she babysits kids and they're not allowed to touch anything. <laughs> oh
7: my god. <gosh. laughs> <laughs>
4: that is amazing shout out to Susie. i couldn't
7: i couldn't
4: you couldn't be that guy
7: no no, i couldn't be i couldn't be with that person
4: oh (laughs) if they were like
7: an adult disney fan like uh,
4: that i I couldn't do every single year i couldn't couldn't
2: do it i couldn't do it
4: would you like to go with me no i i couldn't do all the experiences and
2: everything's like all the plates and cutlery are disney no
7: no but like aunt Susie or john stamos or whatever like i ryan gosling Ryan Gosling, ryan
4: gosling called you today yeah and said, bro, I got a couple of plane tickets to Florida. Oh, I would go with him. Right, a couple of tank tops.
7: But I wouldn't marry him.
4: No, no, no. Why not? No, I said marry him. I
7: couldn't be with that is what I'm saying. That's fine.
4: I couldn't be with some, I
7: couldn't be with that.
4: Some Disney tank tops, thing one and thing two. No. Right. No, no. And, and like and I y'all. would,
7: I, I would, like, if I was living in Aunt Susie's house with all that Disney stuff, five rooms worth of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. May, I mean, I'm I'm torching the place for insurance.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. All
7: right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, Jay's pitcher, Anthony Bass has a apologized. Uh, for sharing a video endorsing anti-LGBTQ boycotts of Target and Bud Light and all that stuff. Um, So he had originally shared an Instagram reel That was uh, calling on Christians to avoid these brands where in the original clip, the guy said, uh, here's the reason biblically why I believe Christians have got to be boycotting Target, Bud Light and any other corporation that's pushing the things they're pushing. I think a lot of people make this into a political issue or they say, oh, what's the big deal? He goes on to say, "Uh, this is the devil. This is demonic. We won't stand for it. So uh, that's the video that Anthony Bass shared. And then uh, everybody went in on Anthony Bass, and this was like, it it sort of hung around a little bit longer than these things normally do, right?
2: Like, when when did he originally do this, Maury? This was like... On the weekend. On the weekend, and, like, people were asking for the Jays to say something, nobody was going to say anything, and... Like, people are calling for him to be, like, released. Like, normally stuff would, as you said, be way quicker than this.
7: Yeah. So here is, uh, you. let me know what you think of this apology or this statement, rather. Oh. Here's Anthony Bass.
8: I recognized yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just
7: spoke with my teammates to, and shared with them my actions yesterday. I apologized with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays resources to better educate myself, to make better
8: decisions moving forward. Uh, The ballpark is for everybody. Uh, We include all fans
9: at the ballpark and we want to welcome everybody.
8: That's all I have to say. Thank you.
2: Thoughts more? I think it was very well rehearsed and scripted. I also find it very interesting that he didn't take any questions. That's uh, the
9: weak sauce part for me right there. No questions? No questions. That's okay. weak. Because
2: people are saying that had he have taken questions, his true self would are have
7: are Are we to believe that in the span of three days, he went from being the type of person who is a Christian who wants to boycott Target and Bud Light to this? Are we to believe that he became a whole new person? No, no, no. Okay, all. so... My question, and, and this came up a lot during Black Lives Matter as well, which is when you are in a position, Maury, okay, to be looking for allies where you're part of a community that relies on allyship, it is very important to know who your allies are. But is it also just as important to know who they're not?
2: A thousand percent. And, Absolutely. And does forced allyship sort of muddy all of that? Very much so, very much. It, for and to go back to what you said before, it's th- it takes three steps to post something on your story. He knew what he was doing, right? But you would, I would, if like I feel that you may be like wanting to
7: know who feels the way that guys like Anthony Bass feel, as a opposed lot, to them, lot, as opposed to them hiding or lying.
2: Oh, I see what you mean you now. Absolutely, to to see everybody's true self—is that what you're talking yes. about? Yeah, absolutely. Because like, what just what be, benefit yeah. is forced
8: allyship?
2: Then I would I would have rather him not say anything than to to fake an apology. I would right. have rather him just say I have nothing to say. I deleted the post. Like, don't go stand no, he would there and his do. Job that way. Yeah, you, but you, k- you but would, have would that he that have way. though? Would I he think have? so. Yeah. But why is why why is a 35 second, in my opinion, fake apology keeping his job?
9: Yeah, I I don't know, Shem. Yeah, I hear your point about, about forced allyship. I think, though, in this case, because he's tied to an organization, you want to sort of know that, that the organization also doesn't stand with his beliefs, which is why he's, you know, uh, why he was sort of told to apologize. No, I, right? I get that. I get, the, I get that the, the
7: Jays have some work to do. Right. But I don't I don't understand the benefit of carting Anthony Bass out and saying, yo, like you got to love gays right now, man. And he's like, oh, my God. okay, cool. There's a lot on the line. I make a lot of money. Like, I don't understand the benefit of turning him suddenly from what he was three days ago to something, a whole new person.
9: Yeah, I, I don't know that the apology is meant to sort of make him seem like a whole new person. I think it was just to acknowledge what he did was, but it was, was wrong. But it
2: made it worse, in
9: my opinion. I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't like, agree with that. That's the is do you how believe, is do you he believe that he
2: believes that it's wrong? No, Absolutely I don't. No. no, so why? So, so what's why the point? Do, so when Kevin Pilar said inappropriate things, he was suspended, was he not? So how is this any different than saying something yeah, verbally that. wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you want to hear John Schneider or no?
7: Nah. Nah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh, Okay. So, when Robert De Niro, who's 79, Mm. a couple weeks ago said that he was a brand new dad at 79 years old. Yeah. Right? Al Pacino has now announced that his girlfriend, Noor Alfala, is eight months pregnant.
4: How old is Pacino?
7: Eighty-three.
4: How old is his girlfriend?
7: Twenty-nine. No. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) Am I the only one who's clapping? Who's clapping? Who's (laughs) clapping in there? (laughs) It's Maury. Okay.
4: So
2: I thought we were all going to clap. I thought they were spooning in unisync.
7: (laughs) Unisync. (laughs) Uh, Al Pacino already has three kids, uh, a set of twins with Beverly D'Angelo from Vacation and then another one with uh, Jan uh, Tarrant from a previous relationship. So, however, Al Pacino's girlfriend, Noor Alfala, Mm -hmm. okay, previously previously dated Mick Jagger when Mick was 73 and she was 23 oh, so she got a type okay mm-hmm. she also had to publicly deny hooking up with Clint Eastwood when she what? was 24 and Clint was 88
4: not cross your fart <laughs> <laughs>
7: And it's the best, too, because the picture that exists of apparently this date yeah. was a picture of the two of them in a car, and Clint's driving. He's up in the driver's seat, and she's in the back seat like a kid, like with a seatbelt like she- on.
2: <laughs> What's in the passenger seat? Nobody. <laughs> that's weird like she had to in the booster
7: seat she's in
2: the back was he was he the uber i don't know and so when you're talking about
7: like a giant age difference it is such a weird look when like yeah. the old man is driving and the 24 year old is in the back but you're right she definitely has a type come on now right definitely she knows. definitely has a type
4: so al pacino right 80 what 88
7: uh, Al Pacino is uh, eighty three. Going 83. to going to be a dad. I think she meets these guys on an... I was reading about this app. I think it's called Death's
4: Door. Oh, stop it! Oh my god!
3: Yeah. Gotti. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: Podcast.
7: Uh, Jeff Bezos and his now fiance Lauren Sanchez are renting a uh pro- renting renting a property but i don't uh, buy i know i know it's Mr. And, amazon well they they have a place but it's being renovated right oh. so they're renting um kenny g's malibu compound mm for $600,000 a month. Woo! Does it come with Kenny G performing? I don't know. I think that I mean it's been, realistically Kenny G could just be like in one of the rooms and they probably never even find him.
4: Yeah, completely.
7: Uh $600,000 a month is what they are paying. Um however, there's a guy oh, in he... Arizona. 48 mm-hmm. 48-year-old uh cybersecurity expert named Spyro Malaspinas. That sounds that sounds like that sounds like one of those names that you make a prank phone call with. Um, so he has a place in Arizona and around Super Bowl time, mm-hmm. where he his giant house was, it's like sixty five hundred square feet. He paid Ooh. like seven million dollars for it or something like mm-hmm. this. It's perfectly right in between Glendale and Scottsdale. I think that that's the the sort of two neighborhoods and where Super Bowl was happening. Okay. And he had a property. He's like he doesn't rent his house. It's his giant mansion. Mm. And he had a property company, management company, come to him and say, hey, listen, it's Super Bowl weekend. Um, would you be willing to rent out your house to somebody for the week? And he was like, how much? And they were like... One week, $500,000. And he was like, okay. So he signs the papers. Yeah. And the person who stayed at his house for the week was Rihanna. No. Yes. And he only found out after he signed the papers that it was, that it was, that it was Rihanna. But Rihanna paid him, an already rich guy, $500,000 for one week, which he said then covered off his mortgage payments for the next two years.
4: Oh my God. I'd be pissed
7: for the next two years that is an expensive rental
4: 500 half a million dollars for a week you think rihanna's going through your stuff
2: um absolutely you think so yeah what no. if she needs like a little bit of cream
7: I mean, I, I think that Rihanna has... You think
4: she don't show up with all her Fenty stuff? I
7: don't even... I wouldn't even say that Rihanna would be looking for cream. I would say that it's Rihanna's staff that would be looking for her cream, which is their job to bring the cream. No. Yeah. What
2: if Rihanna needs a hard pillow and you only provided a soft? She's going to go looking for a hard pillow. No, she has people that yes. go looking for hard pillow. I, I don't think... Like, Rihanna's not walking around,
7: you know, going, anybody see my iPhone charger? Right? Yeah, right? exactly. Like... <laughs> she
2: just snaps. Yes. Yeah. And it's there. No, she
4: snaps I, and her phone has charged already.
2: Yeah. If, if I'm Rihanna lying in bed and I'm bored, I'll look through this nightstand. Bored.
4: Let's check bored. the bank account. Yeah.
7: You bored? Yeah. Believe me, she's got a lot of stuff to look at before she gets to the nightstand.
4: Yeah. Checking, you think she's savings. Going through the man's cabinet is line looking, of looking for Charmian's hand lotion. Like,
7: what? Yeah, what is she looking for? What's she hoping to find?
4: Yeah. Ooh, a right?
7: Yeah. The premium stuff. <laughs>
3: like, come on now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Man, these guys were shooting off fireworks on a TTC bus during the day. I don't know if you saw this video. It is crazy. Like there's
4: happening in Scarborough. What you all doing out there?
7: So there's like a group of people on the back of a bus in broad daylight and he has one of those big giant Roman candles and then the guy just lights it and lets it off in the bus. <laughs> go go go.
4: And you know, when you watch the video, guaranteed by the end of the day, if not by now, because mm-hmm. this video's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. This kid's going to be identified because you can clearly see his face.
7: Yeah. Uh, TTC spokesperson says uh, they are aware of the incident and have opened an investigation. But yeah, like they don't even when you're getting filmed doing stuff like this, like they just don't care. People don't care. Like he's like he's looking at the camera before he does it. Yeah. Like it's wild to me that there's
2: no sense of. Wrong,
9: no, I guess. Social media clicks is a, is a drug. That's right? it, It's huh? an addiction, man. I, I think
2: the TTC needs to start registering the Presto cards to names, so that once something like this happened, all they have to do is look at the list of who checked in on the bus. Yeah, I don't. That's a privacy thing. Though, yeah, right? you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, that
7: would help. What, do you, what do you want to live in? What do you want to live in? China, Maury? You want them to know what bus
2: you take and when you take it? But, but the list saying, of with a like list of, a, of names, like a, like, a, like we have a driver's license, people look nah, at that. Like your Presto a, card could get be this kid by to you. the end of the day. No, uh, yeah, or they somebody,
7: won't, or they won't.
4: Somebody already snitched on them.
7: Yeah, you think? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Snitched already so? by the end of the day. It's
4: probably already in the comments of the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he probably
7: commented. Yeah, <laughs> kids these days they yep. cell
2: phone all the time, right? That's right?
7: right.
3: right? me. Yeah, six six months. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh,
7: succession ended with a ratings high of 2.9 million people who watched it live on uh, HBO Max down in the states. Uh, when all said, it, when is when all is said and done, when you go for the delayed viewing numbers, people who uh, watched it on demand, they're looking at an 8.7 million uh, views
2: for that final Woo! episode, which is a big monster monster number. Where do you rank that on finales? Did you like that finale? <clears throat> like, is it up there in your favorites? Um,
7: I, I there was a lot about that last season that I didn't really like. Um, there was a couple episodes that I thought were the best episodes of the entire show. So overall, very happy. Overall, I thought the finale was incredible. Loved it. Uh, but one of the things that's making a ton of news, if you remember, when um, the three kids are with the at the mom's place, right? So, um. Kieran Culkin in the show is like just kicking it in a T-shirt and shorts, mm-hmm. right? And everybody was like, so he looks like a little boy because you, everybody is just so stunningly dressed in that show, like super expensive suits and everything else. Um, but he's there in a just regular T-shirt and regular pair of shorts, like and basic, super basic. And the Twitter, uh, the Instagram account Succession Fashion found the T-shirt oh. that Kieran Culkin wears in that final episode.
4: Oh, can I get? This is like a seventeen hundred dollars shirt from like no. Burberry or something.
7: No, it is a uh, two pack for thirteen dollars and ninety six cents at Walmart.
4: Yo, right? Walmart for the win. So, big up that George collection.
7: No Wonder Nation. Wonder Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So they they put him in a a Walmart uh, a Walmart T shirt, and everything on that show is super deliberate, right? Mm -hmm. So fans are like, okay, as if as if he's walking in to a Walmart, and so people were saying, now is this a shirt that he left at his mom's when he was younger? and then got there and started rummaging around and found one. And then other people are saying, no, he obviously would have shown up in a suit and then sent the help out to buy him some clothes, and they would have gone to Walmart. So now it is where, because everything's so deliberate on that show. So now everybody is like, where did the Walmart shirt come from in this family that is obsessive about the best of everything? Like where did the Walmart shirt come from? Because obviously they knew fans were gonna figure out that he was wearing a Walmart shirt. I tried shirt. buying these, hey, Yeah. It's sold e- out. I it's sold out everywhere because everybody wants them. And uh in that also that final scene, because I don't, I'm not gonna give any spoilers away, but um Thank you. But Kendall, Finally. you remember when they make the 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 oldest boy um that drink?
4: The I'm right? the eldest
7: boy? I'm the eldest boy. Um so apparently every single scene and every single take, uh he actually drank that and it wasn't switched out. Like, what they made in the kitchen is what he drank out of the jug. But
2: did they put those actual ingredients yes. in? So what are yes. the ingredients? Like
7: like
4: is it a spoiler if you tell me? Egg and
2: cheese...
7: Hot sauce. And hot sauce and everything. But because, because he's... Uh, Jeremy Strong is such a method actor that he wouldn't, like, allow them to switch it out for anything. So every single time they, they shot that, different parts of that scene, he drank it. And also, that was the very last thing they shot for the oh. show was was that scene? And when they poured it over his head, that was the last thing they shot of the entire series of succession. Oh, wow. And as soon as they finished, um they all three of them got together, and that's when they shaved Jeremy Strong's head mm-hmm. oh, was was right, right after there. that scene as a sort of cleansing moment for Kendall. Oh, was wow. uh, well, that's the uh, that's the story behind there, yeah, which is kind of cool, kind of cool.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast, podcast.
7: uh, Mike, the situation,
3: oh, yeah, because we,
7: I mean, uh, Jersey Shore was making a ton of news earlier this week when it was uh, revealed that Aaron Rodgers, uh, was actually a fan of Jersey Shore, he's the new uh, quarterback for the Jets, which play in Jersey. And uh, Mike, the situation caught wind of this and he's got plans. What
3: were you thinking when you heard Aaron Rodgers say like the only two things I knew about Jersey were Jersey shore and an airport.
5: Oh man. The squad was lit when we first heard that a couple of <laughs> yes. days ago. Aaron Rodgers is a legend in the game. Um, now that he is in Jersey. Um, you know, listen, we're so excited. We're so happy. Uh, Jersey stand up. They have a group chat and it started circulating the video of Aaron Rodgers And we were like, everyone just had like a big smile on the face. Group chat was lit. I think there's there's obviously also a a Jersey Shore production chat because we are in the midst of uh, wrapping up a season and starting a new season. Um, So it was definitely uh, a good sight to see, a good video to have. I think a lot of us reposted it as well. Because again, listen, Rogers is a legend. And um, we've been watching him on TV for many, many years. And now that he's in Jersey, um i mean we're all pretty excited including including the state of new jersey as well and now that we got rogers man it's only right that we get jersey shore in the building um to to support as well
4: yes Come on. Come i'm on. down coll- i'm down that, with that is that a collab you want uh yeah yeah why would you not want aaron Rodgers to team up with a guy like mike the situation who back in the day would said things like this my ads are
5: so ripped up it's we call it the situation. I mean, you can hate on me all you want to, but what can you possibly say to somebody that looks like Rambo, pretty much with his shirt off? <laughs> <That's->
9: yes. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I got. I went into the bag for that one. That was Jersey Shore season one. God, you know,
7: and back in the day when you saw those, when you saw that entire cast of Jersey Shore, you would never have thought that that years later they would still a be popular, but humbled.
4: Uh huh. Right. You know. Oh what I mean? yeah, big time.
7: Like they and they all got humbled except for Pauly D. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Roz and Mocha Show
7: podcast. Podcast. Uh, I guess the Blue Jays decided that uh, Anthony Bass's apology was a okay, good enough because he was back on the mound last night at Rogers Center. Uh, when they brought him out, mm-hmm. uh, the reception from the forty two thousand two hundred and five fans in attendance sounded something like this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sick burn, bro.
7: So that's what that sounded like. Uh XJ's
4: pitcher. Uh... Go back to Tampa.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. He's like, I got a good one. I can't wait to use it at the game later. Go back to Tampa! <laughs> <laughs>
7: Uh, Ex-Blue Jays pitcher uh, Marcus Stroman uh, replied to a uh, tweet from the Toronto Star that had Anthony Bass's apology on it, and Stroman replied saying this, none of his teammates or staff want him in the locker room.
4: wow. (laughs) Go back to Tampa. So
7: I guess he knows something that we don't, that he's uh, just not a liked guy overall, I guess, something like that.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Oh, I don't watch Kardashians, but they're getting into now because they tape stuff so far in advance that, like, what you're seeing now on television is, like, we, it's a drama from ages ago, right? Yeah. Uh, so there was a moment on uh, the Kardashians with Kim talking to Chris about how, how sort of involved Kim was in... The periods where Kanye was going through his massive bouts of sort of, I don't want to say mental illness, but when he, when it was all going down for Kanye and how involved sort of Kim was in all of this. And
0: sometimes I feel like if he were to hit rock bottom, that's his journey that he needs to figure out on his own. They used to run around and call everyone behind his back and be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Just give him another chance. I used to spend hours and hours and hours of my days as the cleanup crew. Well, that's you why know. you got divorced, because you can't do that to yourself anymore. I just anymore. don't have that energy. No, nobody does. And nobody, you don't, you never deserve to live like that.
7: So I picture Kanye and his new wife the other day. Kanye dresses like a non-speaking character in a low-budget sci-fi film
4: mm-hmm. you know what which I mean? picture did you see the one with the shoulder pads
7: no just like the i don't know he's got like some It was just like all black but it looks like it looks like like b sci-fi costuming mm-hmm. with those big boots he wears
4: did you see the one stuff? where he was wearing the just blue socks
7: no, I didn't see with that. With no shoes?
4: No. Like, no sneakers, no boots, no, nothing. Just socks? Just socks. Yeah, just no, he,
7: he looks, he always looks like he's in a sci-fi film, but one where you would be like, oh, my, like, you just roll your eyes to the entire thing.
4: And his wife, I saw a photo yesterday <clears throat> where she covered up her entire head and her face.
7: I saw that, too, like a mummy, right? Mm.
2: Yeah. Wouldn't you if you were with him?
7: I mean, I did see that, but to them, it's fashion, right? Like, mm. that's all, that's yeah, all Yeah, we're just is. the
4: idiots who don't We understand. don't,
7: we don't get fashion. That's the problem.
4: They're living like, in... Twenty uh,
7: thirty thirty three. <laughs> he Kanye kind of does look like he's living at thirty thirty three.
4: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Podcast.
7: Um hey, they made an arrest on that uh idiot who was lighting fireworks off on that TTC bus. Fourteen year old girl was arrested and charged for deliberately setting up fireworks.
4: Bro, when I saw that video I thought it was a boy.
7: Yep. Uh, Toronto police say the female suspect was traveling northbound on uh, Kingston Road and Guildwood. This happened on Tuesday.
4: Of course, Guildwood.
7: Uh, It's alleged that the girl set off the fireworks while the bus was at full capacity. However, uh, despite the video, which was horrific, uh, no injuries were reported. The 14-year-old was arrested and charged with mischief, endangering life. She will appear in court July 14th. The female youth was not identified due to the province's Youth Criminal Justice Act. But the one thing we do know for sure is that absolutely nothing will happen. Exactly. Because that's just the way the system Also,
4: shout out to Guildwood. I don't mean to disrespect Mm -hmm. Guildwood. I know that neighborhood very well.
7: But you sort of knew when you saw somebody on a bus of fireworks. No, no, no. No? No? That's not what you're saying? No. No? no, no. What were you saying then? What were you saying?
4: It just makes me sad for Scarborough. (laughs) Like, that's not my people. Yeah, I know. I mean, no, it is my people. No, I know. (laughs)
7: But when when I said Guildwood, you were like, oh, yeah, yeah.
4: No, I I know some people who live in Guildwood, so.
7: (laughs) This type of people? Um, Like fireworks on a bus type of people? Yeah.
9: Yes, yes. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Shut up, scum.
7: Uh,
3: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck finally found a house. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, oh I was getting bored for a second. Goodness.
7: I know. After two years of looking, the house has its own movie theater, a wine room, a whiskey lounge, uh, oh. a spa with a hair and nail salon, a sauna and a massage room. Uh, there's also a separate 5,000-square-foot sports facility, which includes pickleball courts, a boxing ring, a sports lounge. On top of that, there is a two-bedroom guard house. There's twelve bedrooms, twenty four bathrooms, fifteen fireplaces. It's a beautiful house. Modest. Uh, Modest. They paid uh, sixty million eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it in cash. Cash. The They're whole, the gonna, they whole. Have to get
4: a part time job, then the whole deal <laughs> took about
7: one week to finish, and they got a deal too. I know sixty mil sounds like a deal, huh? So this house was originally listed in 2018 for $135 million. Wow,
4: J-Lo it, and Ben, yo, that's a win. It right was there. then oh. relisted
7: mm-hmm. for $75 million. They got it for 60.
4: million. Great negotiating right there. Right? Mm, that's a deal. A bargain.
7: Thank you, right? A
4: bargain. That's good for them. I'm yeah, worried. It's a beautiful house, too. Where are they going to live? I know. I was so worried for them. So worried. Summer coming up and stuff. Hit a DM and be like, yo, we just got our basement redone. I you know. guys need to crash. Uh, yes, for yes,
7: yes. That's that's what friends do.
4: The
3: Roz and Mocha Show
4: podcast. Podcast.
7: Uh there was a NASA panel investigation into unidentified flying objects that they've collected around eight hundred mysterious reports, but only a small fraction they say are truly unexplained. The agency set up a panel last year to explain its work on what it calls was well, we don't say UFO anymore. We say UAP, which is unidentified anomalous phenomena.
4: It's so <laughs> stupid. Let's
7: call U- it UFO. UAPs are defined as sightings, quote, that cannot be identified as aircraft or known natural phenomena from a scientific perspective. The
4: panel. Oh, you mean an unidentified flying object?
7: Yes. Mm. The panel, which will issue a report later this year, held its first public meeting yesterday. Listen to this.
0: Another big question category was about transparency and about sharing information. And so examples in this category are what is NASA hiding and where are you hiding it? How much has been shared publicly? Has NASA ever cut the live NASA TV feed away from something? Has NASA released all UAP evidence it has ever received? (laughs) What about NASA astronauts? Do they have an NDA or clearance that does not allow them to speak about UAP sightings?
4: Yeah, and what? I have a 26-part question. What are
0: the science overlords hiding? Wow. Dan Evans. All
6: right, I'll take a stab at that one. I really want to assure the public and to double down on some remarks I made this morning, so this agency is absolutely cast-iron committed to openness and transparency sure. and mm-hmm. honesty. Mm-hmm. And that commitment also extends uh, to our live NASA TV feeds. They provide real-time mm-hmm. footage from our various missions. Mm-hmm. Now, to my knowledge, NASA has <gasps> never intentionally cut a live feed uh-huh. to hide anything, and that includes UAPs, of course. Um, sometimes there are interruptions to our feeds, but that is simply because space is a complex place. (laughs) Oh, really? a vast array of natural phenomena, human-made objects and so forth. Oh, gotcha. Um, But again, I wanted to reassure the public that we're absolutely committed to providing the public transparency and openness. Those are the hallmarks of NASA. That's why we're here today in public. All right, share all your files then.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Give me access to your hard drive. Google drive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Right? Just send me a link. Give me a link. Absolutely. Yeah, let me look. Let me tour Area 51. Let me see what's was on over the there. there. Well, see, that's
7: military, though. See, these oh. are NASA guys. NASA guys are like, NASA's not hiding anything, right? The military guys are oh, the yeah, ones. We're hiding everything. everything.
4: Whatever happened to Storm Area 51? Remember that?
7: Yeah, it, well, they it all went happen. down. Well, they all went down there. They were there.
4: But then, but, like... They didn't, they didn't do anything. No, didn't. It was, big was a big talk. It was a big party. Yeah. They didn't I st- know. Big talk. They're, oh, <laughs> we're going to do it. They didn't the show up. They didn't do anything. No, what are you going to do? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
7: Uh, after years of bad blood between Kim Cattrall and her Sex in the City co stars, apparently Kim Cattrall is set to play Samantha Jones one yes. more time. And and just like that. Uh, On Wednesday, HBO Max, or Max, uh, issued a tweet to confirm, and it was a shot of uh, uh, Kim Cattrall, and it just said, Secrets Out. According to the New York Post, Kim secretly filmed a scene described as, quote, a cliffhanger that will appear in the season two finale. So they've spoiled the sort of finale of season two. Uh, Sources claim that Kim made a top secret arrival in an SUV with blacked out windows and her scene reportedly was shot in a car in a parking garage. Mm. Variety had a few more details revealing that uh, Kim did not film with any of her former co-stars and the scene is set to feature Samantha who now lives in London in the show having a telephone conversation
2: with Carrie. Probably to say stop texting me. Right. No, not, I'm not trying to be because guaranteed that's what it is because Carrie's always texting Samantha saying, you know it would be great to see you but blah, Samantha blah. answers in the show though. she writes back well, she writes back just going sure like it's right. not like lot. so I bet One you this word. is like right. enough already.
7: Mm. Uh, so season two debuts June 22nd Also Kim Cattrall's got a new show on Netflix Called uh, Glamorous Which premieres oh the same day oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 We gotta do that more often I really enjoyed that That felt great Say <laughs> Say yeah. line again yeah. Yeah. Okay Uh, The second season of And Just Like That debuts uh, June 22nd. And then over on Netflix, oh, her new series, Glamorous, premieres on the exact same day. Oh! Oh. Oh. Yeah, still feels good.
3: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Podcast. Uh, that Vanderpump Rules uh, reunion <laughs> yes. part two oh, went me. down, and I I don't know who any of these people are, but I am obsessed with these clips of this whole crew just girl me a- too airing it all out. This is the scandal. Like I have a <laughs> map here. Like I don't know who any of these people are or how they affect each other's lives, but uh, I, I just sort of follow the map and then I and then I listen to the to the bits. So. Uh, They were on with uh, Andy Cohen. And this is Andy where he asked Sheena about the restraining order Raquel filed against her. And Mm. then asked Sheena if she punched Raquel after part one of the reunion.
8: Sheena, because of the temporary restraining order that Raquel has against you, you will have to leave the stage before Raquel joins us. But before you go, what is the latest on the restraining order?
0: We have a court date on the 29th.
8: She claims you punched her that night after Watch What Happens Live. I will speak to you about this after the 29th. You can't speak to me about it now? No. Did you punch her?
0: I can't say anything.
8: Okay. Does anyone else here think Sheena punched her?
4: Yes. I think she might have slapped her. (laughs) No. She can't. Look at her fingers. fingernails. She
5: can't make a fist. No.
8: Sandoval, what do you think happened? (sighs) Yeah, say it,
4: bro. I mean um uh, spit it out I wasn't there why is
0: it so difficult
1: to because
4: I feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place
0: then just keep your mouth shut then just That's shut your, your mouth, mouth.
4: Oh. Oh. L- listen w- w- the thing is I don't want to upset my relationship with Sheena
0: you have no relationship with Sheena you idiot oh. Oh.
7: Oh. Uh, Just so you know, when you listen to these clips, the reason why it sounds weird at times, like it sounds like somebody's watching it on television, is because they have to because they're not allowed in the same room with each other. So, like, you have to watch from a different room because of the restraining order. Raquel's in a trailer. Yeah, Raquel's in a trailer (laughs) watching this whole thing go down. Uh, So here's the next clip. Uh, This is uh, Will Sheena and Raquel Ever Be Best Friends Again? And uh, I guess, Tom, the question was, did they actually have an open relationship? Because that's what he said before the affair happened.
8: Do you think the two of you will ever be friends again? Never. Raquel and Sandoval said that you knew something was going on between them. Is that true?
0: I was suspicious based on everything that Lala had told me and things that Katie had seen. I started suspecting stuff absolutely, Mm. but not until recently. Did you tell
8: Ariana about your suspicions?
0: I sat down and had lunch with her and we discussed it and she said she absolutely did not think there was any truth to it whatsoever and that neither of them would ever do that to her. And I said okay. She really did come to me in a very respectful way about it, and I really, really appreciated that, and I know that Sheena would not do that lightly, given that she really cared about the two of them as well.
8: Sheena, you God. heard Sandoval was telling Raquel he and Ariana were in an open relationship oh, at Coachella last here April. Is yeah. that right? Yes. Sandoval, is that true? I did not say that. I've
4: never okay. said that in my okay, entire then life. Can, well,
0: then you Maybe, maybe you should stop oh. hanging out with a... Liar. There's a lot of things, by oh, right the way. She, she lied about you. said that you were that trying That is not true, dude. She I just lied about talked you. I just talked to her. I just, talked, I just to her. talked to her so you could coach her. When, when, when I'm not coaching she anybody. Yeah, just, right. Because like, you used to try to coach me. She also lied about everything that oh. happened when in Vegas. You used to atmosphere. coach
4: me, Ariana. Let's be real.
0: Well, you need it.
7: Oh! time Anytime that Tom guy opens his
8: mouth, it's like hyenas yeah. on him, man. I'll <laughs> just Love go in.
4: Oh, my God. I get you, Tom. This no lie. I gotta go back to this one. This is my favorite. Damn. God. I don't want to upset my relationship with Sheena.
0: You have no relationship with Sheena, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so such
3: great. force. I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tom
7: Holland is 27 today. Amy Schumer is 42. Uh, Morse at 49. Heidi Klum is 50. Morgan Freeman celebrates his birthday today.
4: Yes, happy yes. birthday. 86
7: great. years old. I was going back, seeing Morgan. if we had any like old stuff with Morgan Freeman, and I found an old interview uh, that Damon Mori did with Morgan Freeman. and and, like anytime I listen to old stuff that Maury did, like if I sort of physically like retort like just like my fists curl up and then my eyes close because it's it's like like, I don't do well with secondary embarrassment you know what I mean right like I don't do well with that stuff I don't like listening to that stuff when was this from then but my rule is is that if I ever do have that reaction to anything Maury did I we have to replay it on the show when was this from Maury it was from 2014 2014 Maury and Morgan
2: Morgan Freeman, how are you? I'm, I'm. Hey, what are you? What the hell do you think you're doing? This is so I like a multi-task. a can multitask. I'm multitasking. I tell you something. You and I have something in common, by the way. Just one something? No, we have something in common. We both have incredibly sexy voices. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think yours is incredibly sexy, but mine is just a voice. You're, are you kidding me? I'd love to wake up to your voice every day, Morgan. Good.
1: <sighs> okay.
2: Do you? Yes. Uh-oh. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Do you lie next to me and say things like that? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
9: that's that's it, the end of it. And then and they it, yank him. And
4: then it, at that point the publicist walks over and says, Okay, we're done here. <laughs> cool. That went well, huh?
7: I'd be happy well. to
2: talk to Maury again anytime. It's funny,
7: it's interesting because Morgan uh, didn't really sound like Morgan in that clip. Huh? No. Morgan really, Freeman, how
4: are you? I'm, I'm hey, what are you what the hell do you think you're doing? It's like a
2: multi-tank. I tell you something, you and I have something in common, by the way. Maybe because it's so loud there so it feels like I he's got
4: to so. speak louder
3: sexy
2: voices what are your thoughts on that well i think yours is incredibly sexy but mine is just a voice right? i think yours is incredibly
4: sexy mine no, is
2: he, doesn't, just a he voice. doesn't say
4: it like that though yeah he doesn't have the classic morgan dramatic yeah. Voice in his regular speaking. Well, project. I think yours is incredibly sexy, but mine is just a voice. Well, I Can think you... yours is incredibly sexy, but what? I think yours is incredibly no, sexy. No, he doesn't say it like that no. Well, no. I, think yeah. I think
7: yours is incredibly sexy. Yours. It goes, it goes <laughs> high up in the back of the
2: throat. Oh. Oh. Yours. <laughs> I think okay. Yours. I think yours is incredibly <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> incredibly <Yours>. sexy but... <laughs> well,
3: I think yours is incredibly <laughs> sexy. But... Well,
2: I think yours is whole thing
3: is
9: doing it for <laughs> me. <sorry. laughs>
3: <Should I tell? laughs>